you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. a few things where we give our greatest discoveries the podcast they deserve. I'm Claire Mazur. And I'm Erica Cerullo. This show is brought to you by Ofakind. Find out more and sign up for our newsletter at ofakind.com. Hey. Hi. Something we had <laughs> to talk about. You and I were grocery shopping the other day together and in one of our favorite grocery stores. Yes. The Sunny Foods. In um in LA. In Brentwood. Yeah. Um one of the best things about Sunny Foods, and there are a lot of great things, is that they paint the windows mm-hmm. out front for all the holidays. Yeah. It's a different and mural like, every time. And like even like some pseudo holidays. Yeah. You know, like it's just like seasons and and you know those paintings. The like so really, old school. Yeah. It's like a man gets out there and does his art. That is on right. a grocery and store it window. It is fantastic. Yeah. Um, it's wonderful. It is fantastic. Um, do they do like Groundhog's Day? I feel like probably. <laughs> they do. They do. I mean, they've got it. They normally have it at all times. Back to the topic at hand. Watermelon. Yes. We've uh, both been eating a lot of it lately. Yeah. And like buying it pretty compulsive. I've been mm-hmm. buying it pretty compulsively. So part of part of my turn um, recently was that Mr. Melon, my favorite bodega, um, which we mm-hmm. won't get, go into great detail about. like Because <laughs> we, we have. Because we, and, and because we just wasted that great detail on Vicente Foods. Yeah. Um, has been selling cut produce in the front Mm -hmm. now and you can get like beautifully cut like small bites like actual bites that you the size of a bite you would put in your mouth as opposed Mm -hmm. to most cubed watermelon which is two times the size yeah no i agree um for two dollars for one of those little very impressive uh, oh my gosh mr melon what a heroic operation i also realized thomas and i were talking recently about how i think my two favorite fruits are watermelon and pineapple mm. both of which are just a huge fucking pain in the ass to like to chop and yeah. to deal with no, that's true and i don't eat them that much because of that because i'm like oh i don't want to like you know what i am a 35 year old adult person mm-hmm. if i would like to spend my money on, on pre-cut cu- on pre-cut watermelon and pineapple i think i'm in a place in my life where i can do that i fully endorse pre-cut pineapple that's in my like top five of fruits and it's definitely chris's number one I fully endorse pre-cut mango. I think cutting a mango is an insane thing to do. Watermelon. Yeah, I'm interested. One, it just, t- I mean, most most fruit tastes better freshly cut. So, so that, we're just going to get obviously, that out of the way. Obviously. I think the thing about 
eating watermelon and eating it by the slice is that there is something really satisfying about starting at the top and then getting to the less sweet part at the bottom, which no, is my I, favorite part. I agree that a, a slice, I don't disagree with any of this. I just wasn't buying whole watermelon and cutting it. So why would I? No, I, so I, I was missing out on the whole watermelon experience. I understand. I bought a quarter of a unsliced watermelon last weekend and Chris said but who's gonna cut it and I said I am and then I got on a plane to LA and left it uncut in the fridge do you think it's gonna be there when you get back oh yeah like uncut just staring you in the face 100 percent there's no way he's cutting it there's no way he's throwing it away he's just gonna it's a question that actually I'd be open to listener emails about how long does watermelon last oh I don't know do you think I can still eat it when I get home I also don't even know what watermelon looks like when it goes bad yeah no that no but i think i think i have actually had bad water it like ferments like it tastes like Mm, spicy sour almost mm, that sounds gross yeah um but i also don't love watermelon as much as you so it's like i'd almost wait for it to be sliced or prefer i definitely like it more now that i'm pregnant i think it's like a classic pregnant lady food and i think that's right that's that's uh proving out for me um i think one of my favorite cocktails i was realizing when we were talking about this is mm-hmm. watermelon juice and tequila yeah that's a great um, one which i definitely had probably when i for the first time when i was like 24 years mm-hmm. old at someone's going away party um like a work going away party and definitely got super drunk um <laughs> i mean like not yeah. like embarrassingly but definitely mm-hmm. super drunk just because i just was like this drink is like the best drink and heaven forbid at a certain point you just like i just ha- can have watermelon juice like <laughs> right. i don't need to That's have tequila thing. with it it's but interesting it's so that we good. both like it because part of the reason i like it is because it's not that sweet I just like watermelon flavor. I don't need, yeah, yeah I yeah. don't need everything to be really sweet. No, okay, sure. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're right. You don't. I don't. I mean, I like I like things that are way sweeter than you do. That's um, true. But I don't need everything to be really sweet. How but you, you can make this cocktail very easily. You yeah, you just put buy it in, seedless yeah. watermelon, blend it, and you can straight you if could you want, even but not probably, even. Well, you could probably even just like mush it up. Right? Yeah, you could probably yeah. push it through a strainer or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, you just mush it up exactly. Um, how do you feel about watermelon candy? Um, how do I feel? I feel decent. I, the last piece of watermelon candy I had was a watermelon Jolly Rancher last week mm. and I had reached in and I thought that I was grabbing a cherry, which is my favorite Jolly mm-hmm. Rancher flavor. That's the best one. And it was a watermelon one. I was disappointed. So I guess yeah. that shows you how I feel. So are they both red? It's a pinker. Yeah. And it, oh it's yeah. A, yeah. It's I know pink. what it is. It's, Usually watermelon flavor is green. No, that's green apple. No, but not for Jolly Rancher, but just like in the world of candy, right? Mm, I think it's, I don't know. There aren't that many watermelon I feel that there often are. I don't know. But either way, I think it's the most artificial of the candy flavors. Like it doesn't even taste like watermelon. Like you know what a watermelon tastes like. (laughs) I think that at least tastes like a raspberry. I don't think that tastes like a raspberry. And I, I hate that it's blue. You know what I found? So this is what I was going to tell you recently, something that is not about watermelon at all, but that really I found remarkable. Another thing that I've been really enjoying as a pregnant person is gummy bears. And I finally, I've always known that the best one was pineapple and that it's the clear one. It's the like clear one. Yeah, absolutely. And I never needed to look at a guide to know that it was pineapple. It tastes like pineapple. But then I was like, I'm curious to sort of verify. And so I looked at the bag at the, at the rubric. And did you know, the red gummy bear is raspberry and the green is strawberry. I'd never known a, a green no. candy to be strawberry. No, that and that I found that very the confusing. The flavors don't hold up either. I disagree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. 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 Well, anyway, back to watermelon. I just think there's no connection between what an actual watermelon tastes like and the watermelon candy. 
No, it's a game of telephone. It's a bad it's a poorly executed game of telephone. It's a game of telephone with toddlers. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's bring on our guest. Helen Johannesson, who is the co-owner of Helen's Wines and John and Vinny's in LA, um, a wine shop and a restaurant you've probably heard of. Hey Helen. What's up? I'm so excited you're here. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm excited to be here. Will you tell us about how you ended up and where you are? Yeah, of course. Um, I got to Helen's Wines through food, through restaurants, okay. through a love of eating food, going to restaurants, being around it, going to farmer's markets. Yes. And I've been working with John and Vinny, who are my business partners, yeah. for nine years. Whoa. And when they hired me, I was like, listen, guys, I love you, I think. We had just started. <laughs> and they I, they, did they hire you as a beverage director? What did they do? There was only Animal. Okay. And they hired me as their re- first, like, real general manager. Okay. And beverage director. Mm-hmm. And so we had one restaurant, so it was just like, okay, cool, let's just do this. Yeah. But before they hired me, I was like, listen, just so you know, one day mm-hmm. I want my own business. Mm-hmm. And when that time came where I was like, I'd grown our company. I was the director of ops. Mm-hmm. I was doing the, it was like too much. I was like, guys, I would love to just How many like, restaurants were you at at this point? At that point, we were at five. Okay. Whoa. And they're all these like really well-known hot LA restaurants. So animals. I feel like when we said, when she said animal, yeah. everybody was like, yeah. oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No. yeah. Son of a gun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They've been around the block a few yeah. times. <laughs> but I basically was like, I just feel like I want to do my own thing. I mm-hmm. thought I want to do a general store, a wine shop. And they were like, we want to be in whatever business you're doing. So Gosh, that's... that just made my heart burst. No. When they're you feel that way about somebody you're in business with I you're know. like whatever you're doing I want to be doing it too that's yeah. how I feel about Erica oh my <laughs> gosh oh my god your face just a love fest yeah. yes. just a love fest yes. over here um, <laughs> so wait before we started recording you were telling us that you grew up in New York yes Um, and then but you're like have been obsessed with LA since you were a teenager yes the vibe the Got vibe we're the, sage, the, vibe. the avocados <laughs> chop salads I was like whoa you can chop a salad <laughs> this was long before chopped yeah. the salad it was just, yeah and it was like Arnold Palmer's unlimited <laughs> Like, yeah, totally. Like the ivy. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. like such vibe. a bizarre yeah. world. Palm trees. Everyone was on a different speed. Uh-huh. It felt. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Were there restaurants out here that felt like iconic to you where mm. you were like, that's why I want to come to LA and work in the restaurant business? Um, Not really. I mean, I did go to Spago, mm-hmm. which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. But then my parent, my dad and my stepmom would take me to like... California Pizza Kitchen, like yeah, yeah, and yeah. like mm-hmm. Chin Chin, like right. they were healthy. You know, back then they were more unique and authentic because yeah. they weren't such big chains. chains yeah, right. so those were kind of pivotal. Nothing crazy. There weren't that many good restaurants out here. Yeah. When I was a kid, and my mom grew up in LA, so we would come here to visit my grandparents. I would throw a complete fit if we didn't a have sushi because I lived in Delaware and we did not oh have sushi in Delaware and b go to La Salsa for ta- the like, <laughs> fast food restaurant for tacos. I La think you could be there once on the way well, back from like, the airport. There's not. Yes, definitely. There's not a lot of them left, or I don't even know if it's still in business. It, I, they used to be all over. I've but, never heard of La Salsa. Oh my god, really? It's such a good there name. There was one though. on San Vicente. Hundred percent. No, yeah. like my they were not adventurous. Like yeah. my stepmom's on a strict eating plan. Like it was, I took what I could get. Yeah. I was yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like a scrappy CPK little pub. Was yeah. like you were doing it. Yeah. I didn't even know you could have amazing sushi in LA until mm-hmm. I moved here, and I was like, yeah. like yes. brain exploding. Yeah. Um, and then, so after you, when you left New York, where you went to Wisconsin, you went I to went Madison. to the universe. Yes, I transferred <sighs> my, in. My husband's from uh, Madison, Wisconsin. It's a dreamy, it's magical place. Dreamy, dreamy, I dreamy. Loved it. I had fantasies about like I could stay and run this town. Like yeah. I was like. <laughs> 
Totally. I was like, I could open like 10 businesses here totally. that would do yeah. really well. But then it was just too small, yeah. ultimately, and too cold. Mm-hmm. Very cold. It is that. But I loved it. Yeah. I moved there without knowing anyone. It was sort of insane. But then that's how I started working in restaurants. So I that's worked awesome. once my first summer there I opened a restaurant and I fell in love with it and I made this core group of friends and I had like purse full of cash all the time <laughs> totally yeah and I was like <laughs> just slaying I was yeah. riding my Schwinn I was into that's it that's awesome yeah that's amazing that so good that's amazing yeah. what was your first gig when you moved to LA so I moved here with a list of 10 places I would work okay mm-hmm. and I basically just went into each one do in you remember person. what they were I remember the main ones. Some of them are closed, like mm-hmm. Panavino's closed. Mm-hmm. I went to Spago. Mm-hmm. I went to Osteria Moza. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went to Kraft, where mm-hmm. I ended up working. I went to Luke. I went to mm-hmm. AOC. I mean, these. Classics. I went. I went like yeah. high end. Yeah. yeah, totally. Providence. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I just didn't have that much experience, and I I wanted a position that would segue me into management. So yeah. You wanted something back of house. No, I okay. wanted like maitre d', oh, okay. something that was like cl- you work with the managers and then they trust you okay. and then you kind of trick them into giving yeah. you your first management opportunity, <laughs> <laughs> which is ultimately what I did at it, It's a con art. Yeah, yeah. basically, yeah. 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 I want all the power and I'm yeah. 24. Right. Um, what 24-year-old doesn't yeah. want that, right? Yeah. 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 It was pretty dope. But <laughs> it, was, it was hard. It took yeah. 10 days, which isn't that long in hindsight. But, but it felt like forever. Forever. Yeah. I was freaking out. I was like, maybe I can't do this. But then Kraft hired me. And Kraft um, here is the same as Kraft in New York. Mm-hmm. It's Tom, Tom Colicchio. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting experience. I mean, I was there a year and a half, mm-hmm. four months maitre d'. Then I got promoted to management. Oh, that con worked fast. It worked fast. Yeah. It wasn't even <laughs> a long off. con. That yeah. was a short con. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a little baby charmer. <laughs> um, and then how did you end up with John and Vinny? Uh, I took like a four month depression off. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought I would get into gardening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's living, what one does yeah. on a four month depression. I was living with my ex-husband and I didn't know what to do. So I started working in coffee. Okay. And I worked at Intelligentsia. Mm -hmm. Cool. And I was like, let me help you open your Venice shop. And it was like still really small. So I was like talking to the owner and it was cool. And then ultimately I was like, coffee's too one dimensional. But I like, I feel like you got, you did a grand tour of all the different aspects of the food and beverage world. So you're like set. We run really good coffee programs. I'm sure you do. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah. We don't use intelligentsia, but like the mechanics and the philosophy. Your understanding of coffee. Exactly. And like extractions and what works and timing. I don't want to get off topic, but now I have to ask what coffee do you use? Ah, so at John and Vinny's, we just switched to manufacturing. Okay. Which is a coffee that's um, it's a company that started by Tartine in San okay, Francisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And before that, we we're using 49th Parallel and Heart. So okay. we kind of change it up. But manufacturing has been awesome. Good like, to know. It's really good, really well made, sourced from the farmer. They're not they're like giving a lot of the money back to the mm-hmm, farmer. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Sidebar, amazing company. <laughs> okay, good. No, this, this is good. good. Yeah. Okay, so service, back to service. Intelligentsia. You're opening up that Venice location. Yes. It was insane. Like, yeah. the people of Venice could not get enough. I mean, oh, I know. Bananas. There's always a huge line. Yeah, and it's like this weird format where there's like like four barista stations yeah. and you're in a pod and <laughs> it was crazy and I was getting up at like 4 a.m. to open the shop and they Gosh. were like you have management experience do you want to be a manager and I was like do I want to be a goddamn coffee bar manager <laughs> but right coincidentally at that time 
uh, this former chef I used to work with, Matt Acarino. He's now a chef in San Francisco. He's mm-hmm. great. He called me out of the blue and he's like, hey, what are you doing? And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm working at Intelligentsia learning about coffee. And he's yeah. like, you need to meet with these guys, John and Vinny. Mm-hmm. They have a restaurant called Animal. I was like, yeah, I've been. It's great. Yeah. And they're like, they're going to be huge. He, he said that. He's yeah. like, they're going to go really far. They need someone like you to come in and like complete the triangle mm-hmm. of what totally. needs to happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gosh, so I'm so did... inspired by so... your story. <laughs> um, but I basically got on the phone with John Shook mm-hmm. and we talked mm-hmm. and I was like, this guy sounds cool mm-hmm. and not psycho. And sort of like we were all the same age, yeah. mm-hmm. which was really nice. How old were you guys? I was 24, he was 25, and he was 26. So young. Yeah. So we were all in our early 20s. Yep. And, they and had there you were getting to like have all the power at 24. You crazy. made it Just like you wanted. <laughs> I know. My little fiefdom. Yeah. Like a psycho. No, I mean, it was amazing. So we met and... It just, we all clicked right away. And they had just won Best New Chef from Food and Wine. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even really recognize what that meant. Yeah. Um, and then I started. And they were like, you know how to run a wine program? And I was like, uh-huh. Yeah. Did you? Sure. I had no, no idea. I mean, I kind of knew. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like self-assigned myself. This is too many selves. Mm-hmm. The seller assistant at Craft. Okay. Yeah. To the beverage director. Okay. I was like, let me be your bitch. And yeah. So I learned a lot, but I'd never bought wine. How did you actually learn? I literally set, I, I started ordering wine from someone I knew because mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this isn't terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, but it's not the best. Yeah. And so I basically liquidated what they had mm-hmm. and then started this really diligent practice, which I still do, which is like tasting. Yeah. And you taste and spit. And yeah. I literally met with every single book to like find the cream that I was going to work and you, with. you trusted your taste in wine, I yes. take it. How okay. do you learn to taste? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think yeah. some people are have more advanced taste buds. Yeah. And so I think that they can, like, pick up much faster, mm-hmm. like, right away from, like, one sip. Like, this is a superior product mm-hmm. than yeah. this. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. like, this sauce tastes better. Or knowing, like, this needs salt. This needs acid when you're mm-hmm. cooking. Yeah, 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 yeah. And for other people, they just need to try it three or four times. Mm-hmm. Um repetition like yeah. what I what it evolved into and the way I would categorize everything is I would taste and I would try and taste comparative stuff like okay. so let's take Chardonnay okay. right mm-hmm. very basic so say Chardonnay that's affordable like $15 yeah mm-hmm. so I would taste 15 from 15 different mm-hmm. importers mm-hmm. and then you can be like okay which one tastes better for the same amount of money and right. then I would ask why mm-hmm. so why does it taste better and what it turned out is the ones that tasted better are made better yeah mm-hmm. they're not mass produced they're made in a more natural way mm-hmm. organic farming yep um so, so it was like the relative process of tasting yeah. things that were all in the same like group as opposed yeah, to like, just like here like try these four very disparate things yeah, yeah like sometimes it would be that mm-hmm. but I, for some I have like a good mental register okay mm-hmm. You know, it's something I try and train my little mentees on who are buying wine. It's like, okay, so that Vermentino, which is a yeah. Italian white, I'm like, this one's okay, but like, is it better or worse than this one we tasted last week? That yeah. was fucking dope. Yeah, and they're yeah, always yeah, yeah. like, yeah, it's worse. I'm like, great. Then so that's how we're judging it. Why would you buy this one when we could buy that one? Yeah. So, do you have any formal education in wine? No. Amazing. Yeah, I did the Corda Master Sommeliers during my four month. Mm-hmm 
time depression yeah. off. Depression, yeah. depression off. <laughs> yeah, it was so weird. I tried yeah. like cooking a lot of weird yeah. shit. Um, I did the quartermaster sommeliers and it just made me feel like a failure. Yeah. Like yeah. I thought I needed some stupid certification mm-hmm. to get to do what I'm doing now. Did we you, had, do you know that book Wine Dork? No. Uh, it's super or interesting. Cork taught, Dork? Or cork, yeah. yeah. Cork Dork. I haven't yeah. read it, but I, I remember it. the title. Oh, yeah. the name. Cork, yeah. Dork. cork I Dork. I haven't, yeah. I haven't read it. It was good. But, it was yeah. interesting, yeah. but it gets at like, I think a lot of the idea of this, like these structures and systems in place that are real weird and 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 um, for profit by yeah, the way totally. and they're under the guise of education of including you in a club but for what like, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah 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 it's yeah. hot it's a hot button issue for yeah. me well, we had yeah we had jordan salcedo on the, oh, yeah. at, recently and she was also talking about like sort of the ringer that she went through yeah. trying to become a sommelier um, yeah. yeah she's the beverage the, director at momofuku yeah. in new york yeah yeah she's dope drink ramona yeah yeah, drink ramona. yeah i know jordan well yeah, yeah. she's super rad yeah. So what makes Helen special? I think this, the whole essence of it, mm-hmm. you know, it's small. It's mm-hmm. like eight feet by 10 foot room. Mm-hmm. The experience is curated. So yeah. we don't have everything. Yeah. We have about 500 labels packed mm-hmm. into this small room and it's, it's evolving and it changes every month mm-hmm. and it's based on what I'm into and there's yeah. something for everyone and you're going to find something you love or try something new, you know? Do people come in there asking for a specific wine or does the Helen's customer oh. know that there's like, it's just you let you let Helen lead you? No, both happens. I mean, mm-hmm. people call the bat phone, which is the dr- <laughs> the Helen's wine phone, which I the often answer. Yeah, the word's out. And I don't tell people it's me. And then some Why people, would you? Some people ask and they're like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It's, it's all good. We're growing. Um <laughs> No, I mean, people call all the time and ask for staff, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I just don't carry it. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I, th- I think it's a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of consumer awareness that still needs to happen about Helen's. It mm-hmm. is sort of like if you're in LA, the sushi Nazawa mm-hmm. vibe thing where mm-hmm. he, his whole sushi, sa- yeah. sushi chef who was like, trust me. Yeah. It's that, but it's also, I hold people's hands. I'm like, what do you want? What do you mm-hmm. want to spend? Let's yeah. curate this moment for you. So it's a lot of that. We do a lot of gift boxes. We have a wine Your club. gift boxes are, are so cute. Yeah. And well priced. So Thank you. Yeah. yeah, I love them. And yeah, I, they're really cute. I think they're really cool. And I think it's everything that, people actually want in it a is. gift box. Yeah, totally. yeah. So it's like a lot of pairings of wine with maybe chocolate or with like, um, uh, like, uh, why can I not think Well, of you any? tell us. Yeah, you yeah. tell us. Like, a, a Polaroid like, camera. I was like, yeah, girl. Camera. This is in there. <laughs> I was trying to think of he- um, Heather Taylor. Is that the, no. Heather Taylor? Heather I Taylor use her, napkins. Yeah, like, yeah. She's yeah, a yeah, friend. Yeah. She's yeah. rad. I watched her grow this business from the ground up. Yeah. It's amazing. She, I use a lot of her linens, yeah. mm-hmm. napkin sets, and like wine wraps, like yes. dish towels. Yes. Yeah. Um, if you go to helenswines.com backslash gift boxes. They're really cute. There's also a wine club. Like, like I wine don't know. club, lots of good stuff on that website. Tons. Yeah. Like you can have an experience of like getting a box that will show you how to cook the John and Vinny spicy fusilli mm-hmm. alla vodka, or you can get a box that's like a champagne flute, a sh- bottle of champagne with like four Turkish little cute wine glasses and a oh, bar of cute. chocolate. Like it's they there's, there's the breakfast one that was so cute. yeah the pancake box. Yeah. A lot of them they're either like oh experiential yeah mm-hmm. like. You take these things and do this with them. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what I would do. Now you do it. Yeah. Or it's stuff that I like. It's all still situational. Like, I totally would open a bottle of champagne and drink it out of Turkish teacups. Like, mm-hmm. it sounds great yeah. outside. Yeah, awesome. totally. 
Yeah. What do you, what's sort of next for you? What, do you, what else do you want to do? Um, I'm really excited about the podcast called Wine Face and it's with Dear Media. Download it. <laughs> what's it called? Wine, Wine. Face. Great. 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 I'm really yeah. excited. So that is really excited. I'm stoked to open a second Helens. Mm-hmm. I'm terrified. Brentwood. Brentwood. Yeah. yeah. That's this fall? This fall. Cool. Hopefully. Uh, pre- we know how restaurant and yeah. openings work. We'll say fall. Well, it might be January. Yeah. We all get it. Yeah. Uh, I'm like terrified for the holidays, but excited. We get really busy. Yeah. yeah. It's great holidays gifting. Holidays are scary being in retail, oh, selling yeah. anything. Yeah. But yeah, your gift boxes are going to go wild. Yeah. Last mm-hmm. year was bananas. So yeah. we're excited, but we're prepped. We're okay. ready. Good. We're going to do pre-orders. We got a whole game plan. I love it. Um, but yeah, I think those are the most immediate like well thought out does wine feel like your thing or are you like after this i'm going i'm I'm opening a coffee shop and then i'm probably gonna gonna (laughs) go just open like a sock shop i yeah um (laughs) totally i can just tell there's a lot of entrepreneurial wheels it's my sock shop called sock hop (laughs) see perfect see you're good Um, yeah um to me, Helen's is bigger than wine and more mm-hmm. than wine, but how that will reveal itself is, I don't know yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have ideas, but yeah. I really believe in like, I see it, but I don't know quite the path. Yeah. So like the manifestation is still very internal. Mm-hmm. Um, coffee, the margins of profit aren't that great. Like yeah. they are good, but the sales volume, it would just be, it's I a, had no idea. It's, a whole thing. it's tough. Like you yeah. have to really sell a shit ton of coffee to yeah. make good money. Yeah. Um, I'd like to do some sort of like general store mm. vibe, mm-hmm. sell wine, food. We want to do one day um, sort of the inverse of John and Vinny's and Helen's and do a Helen's pasta bar. So mm, it would be like a cool. wine bar with like I eight menu items. Yeah. 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 That's really fun. Yeah. So stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. T- stay tuned. Who else in the food and wine industry are you really excited about that, what they're doing right now? Um,. Man, that's tough. But um, in LA, you know, I love so many other chefs. Mm-hmm. I love even old school. Like, I think Suzanne Gowen is such yeah, a badass. Like, of course. She and yeah, Carolyn truly. are two, like, mentors I never had, but I still consider yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally. like, women, <laughs> restaurants in LA. Yeah. Um, Work wives. I love Night Market. I love what Chris love and Sarah do. Yeah. Love them. Uh, what's so weird, maybe, is I don't hang out with a lot of people in the wine community, mm-hmm. not because I don't want to. It's mm-hmm. just, it's not really folded in my social life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, I love Jesse Kiefer over at... Bar Stella. Mm-hmm. She does this cool happy hour called Apro. She's super mm-hmm. rad. Um, I don't know. That's a really good Those question. Those are good ones. I mean, I you probably think about it you more. You tipped off People some of our like, favorites. Yeah. <laughs> the, the few yeah. places that, to us. We yeah. really we really have like a rotation of about four four places. When that you're we talking go. about sushi, is always like we had sugar fish for, for lunch, lunch and dinner so two nights ago. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> when when in LA. Yeah. I mean, I love Kismet. I think yeah, Sarah and Sarah have not been there yeah. yet. They're incredible and yeah. we, we there's a new beverage director there, Kay Whalen. She's okay. just such a like amazing little wine prodigy yeah. i'm really excited about what she's doing that's um, cool what are you drinking these days 
So I was just in Sicily oh. last week, and I visited this place called Cantina Marilina. Mm-hmm. It's kind of outside of this town, city called Noto, mm-hmm. and they make this crazy good pet nat. They make a mm. petillant naturel, yeah. which is yeah. like a lightly fuzzy yeah, sparkling wine. Yeah, we have a friend wine. who's obsessed with pet nat. <laughs> One, they're really good. They're so clean and cloudy, and like they're just that right amount of funk. One's yeah. a white one for, made from Viognier but mm-hmm. it's not like floral or syrupy and the other ones are rosé made mm-hmm. from Nero Diavola I'm into those I'm into like sort of these darker colored rosés mm-hmm. mostly like Italian rose too. yeah because yeah. they're really like dry Italian rosés way more than French rosés I know I've I'm learned super into that I also like drinking like chilled reds mm-hmm. um, I like chilled reds a lot I've been drinking this wine from Marie Tricot it's a mm-hmm. Gamay called Le Fleur it's like almost sold out so sad but yeah a lot of sicilian wines because i'm just feel so inspired hmm, that's awesome um do you feel like orange wines are ever going to hit the mainstream to me they are pretty mainstream i mean i pour one Tell by New the York glass about it because we're yeah, still so struggling slow. to find it all, enough yeah. over so there they're yeah. huge out here like Ugh, all my customers wine. yeah we pour skin contact whites at That's right. every you know, restaurant. I, I feel like one of the early places that I could depend on it was at Son of a Gun. Yeah, we yeah, have that. That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally, yeah. totally. We always have them by the glass, and they're yeah. always different, and they're so good. I think it's just such a nice compliment with food. Mm-hmm. Like, it, a restaurant is a place to have that. Yeah. The, the hard thing is finding really good ones. Mm-hmm affordable ones yep. yeah a lot of the great ones are expensive yep. yeah and then also making sure they're from really good producers because if you mm-hmm. think about it like you don't want to drink a questionable orange wine because you're extending the maceration of the yes. skins mm-hmm. so it's like so paramount that they're certified that they're organic clean. yeah, yeah and without all the pesticides yeah that there's no like that. crap yeah i mean wine can have can add over 300 different things to it without mm-hmm. having to put it on the label so it's like a but bananas it's like tampons yeah <laughs> like you can have so much in your I, tampon and have no idea they don't I, have to tell you i have been on those like organic yeah tampons for you a long be. for years um are there any vineyards that you would recommend people you know for like vacationing mm-hmm. visit i phrase that in really poorly in california really are for the vacationing <laughs> where do you want to visit that's, right. you, that's exactly yeah. right. um <laughs> It's tough. So I get asked this a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a lot of the places I buy from, if they do allow outside visitors, you have to make an appointment. Right. Uh-huh. Um, I think our I think our listeners our make listeners willing to make an appointment. Yeah. 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 As long as you're down to like do the little legwork and yeah. not a day before, it's got to be like pre-planned. That's right. I mean, France and Italy mm-hmm. for me are amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think going just being in Sicily it Mm -hmm. just totally blew my mind being there like I I was so inspired Mm -hmm. um in California I think Mendocino is Mm -hmm. really really rad a lot I buy a lot of wine from there that's great um you know Santa Rita Hills are cool Mm -hmm. I don't buy as much from there but it's really beautiful like Mm -hmm. there's a pub like a couple places you could go um but yeah the best vineyard site visit is not like a tasting room it's like you make an appointment Mm -hmm. and if they will like if you can eat lunch there and pay to eat lunch there it's like mm-hmm. i would definitely do it you yeah. know yeah 100%. that's my i don't like drinking enough to just go and do and or drinking wine enough to just go to be really delighted about like going to a vineyard i need same. them to have food yeah because same. i'm just same. like otherwise i get bored too quickly and drunk too quickly because yeah. i don't have a very high and then tolerance you're like getting back in a car yeah, yeah. i yeah. need I and need then driving those windy roads I know. yeah, yeah exactly. not great the experience i have though is just different mm-hmm. because right sure. of course yeah so course. It's, i always am try and think about it. there's a few people in california really good at, mm-hmm. at doing visits yeah. you know and um 
Yeah, it's cool. But vineyard sites, I mean, we were just, there's this island. I can't even talk about it enough. I'm doing a whole podcast on Sicily, but yeah. it's this island called Pantelleria. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. It's Have so Have you seen incredible. the movie, um, what's it it's called? Big Splash? Or? Yeah. Yes, Big yes. Splash. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. Biggest so, splash, something. Biggest splash. I just saw it. So crazy yeah. story. We were staying. We were on Pantelleria for like two uh-huh. days. I was like, "Whoa, paradise!" Yeah. Got to come back here with my love and <laughs> and rent like a panda and <laughs> yeah and like scooters. Yes, 100%. Yeah, need a panda yeah. that's like yeah. turquoise. So we're sitting at this guy, um, Gabriel Beanie. He's like mm-hmm. this hypernatural winemaker on Pantelleria. Mm-hmm. He's also an architect. He's eighty two. He's crazy. Wow. He's like I have an Italian accent. I was doing Russian, but. He's like, <laughs> I have a uh, he's like basically like I have a surprise for you at dinner and so we're like everyone's mingling waiting for dinner and like in walks the surprise and I didn't really figure out who it was but it was James Murphy from LCD Sound System who Who they were staying in the biggest splash house of course they were if you're James Murphy and you go to there why would you not and you go to Pantelleria I was like he has a wine bar. Oh yeah, for horsemen. Um, that place is great. They have orange wine. <laughs> they have and lots great of orange food. wine. <laughs> really good bread and butter. Yeah. yeah. Yes, and great sound. <laughs> right. Yes. They're known for their, for their bread and butter. Yeah. They're not for their bread and butter, but their acoustics are also good. <laughs> and their wine's that fine. Bread and butter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it was just funny. And then he was like, "Yeah, they lock the ma- master bedroom of the house." Wow. And I was like, "That's Why? where like some of the scenes." I have no idea. They just didn't want. I'm going in there. It's probably full of stuff. Well, in the movie, it's like a rental house where it's like the owners are off somewhere and they're renting it from someone. Pantelleria is heaven. Helen, it was wonderful to have you. I'm so glad we covered all of the topics that we we did. did. It was such a pleasure. I can't wait to hang out with you again. I can't wait either. Same. So here's you got to hit up Helen's wine shops in LA. There will be two soon. One in Brentwood and one in West Hollywood. Fairfax. Fairfax. Mm -hmm. And, but we deliver anywhere in LA for $10. Wow. And you ship your wine clubs. Not yet. In about two or three months, we'll be able to ship it. Oh my gosh. So Mm -hmm. in time for the holidays. I'm hoping we're working really hard. So that's, yeah, it feels like a lot. And then check out the gift boxes and check out the podcast. Tell us again what the podcast is called. Wine Wine face. face. Wine face. It's a good name. Great name. Great name. That's the show. You can listen to us wherever podcasts are found, like Stitcher, iTunes. Leave us a, ref- a review. Leave us whatever us- you want. Yeah, whatever you want. <laughs> and now on Spotify, follow us at of a kind on Instagram and Twitter and like our Facebook page. If you have ideas or requests for the show, email them to a few things at of a kind.com. If you want to advertise, email us at advertising of a kind.com. Our intro music, Butterfield East, is written and recorded by the Soulful Saints. Our audio editing has been done by Liz Smith, and we're recording today from Dear Media Studios in sunny LA. Uh-huh.